This is the Padua Podcast Network. In one interview, she said that the secret to her longevity lied in drinking rice wine and eating eel. Running a Fever, episode 163, Living to 100, Chiyo Miyako. Welcome to Running a Fever. My name is Michael Davis. My goal in this podcast, as we talk about fitness, diet, and medicine, is to live a long, happy, healthy, active life and to help you do the same. And that's why we're here. It's a lovely day. I don't see a cloud in the sky. There may be some like really misty stuff way up high, but uh, it's pretty warm. Almost exactly the middle of May by a couple of hours. <laughs> it's May 15th, a little after two o'clock. So just about the exact middle of May. In the official temperature in the official running a fever conveyance was 84 degrees when I stepped out of it onto the trail here. So kind of warm. I did put some sunscreen on. I'm definitely doing that now because I'm not, it is warm enough that I really don't want to wear my compression pants and so I'm showing off my extremely bright legs, bare skin, and even a short sleeve shirt. So trying to stay cool here today. There's some shade on the trail but and I was trying to like you know maximize my shade by sometimes going to the other side of the trail which works it's not too busy but then I almost got hit by a bicycle and decided to just stick to the right lane. There is actually a dividing line. I may just show you this picture, which I'm going to take of the line itself. And I can show you that there are in fact two lines, two lanes to this trail, clearly marked passing zone. Uh, the bicycle did not give me a warning, which you should have. Uh, but I heard the clicking of the gears uh, enough to sort of freeze and not get hit right in the middle of the road. They want to keep moving because I wanted them to know where I was. So I just stopped. It's probably the best thing to do. So despite all that, I'm here. I. Uh, Took my last couple days of vacation and came out today. Uh, last couple days. Last couple of hours of vacation. Uh, my work anniversary is Monday. So it's one of those use it or lose it type of deals. So a couple of hours of vacation and uh, yeah, it means I'm out here probably during the hottest time of the day. That's okay. I'm all right with it. I was just thinking about how, you know, not long ago, it was just, I did not like being outside. I was not outside, especially when it was warm like this. I wanted to be inside with nice cold air conditioning. But now I'm out here pretty often. That's how things change. 
who was Chio Miyako. Well, you know, we're doing a series. This is the fourth in our series on centenarians. We're going through the uh, 10 longest lived people. Uh, and this is changing all the time. So by the time this gets out, and certainly if you're listening to this, uh, anytime after 2019, this list might have changed. Chio Miyako lived from May 2nd, 1901 to July 22nd, 2018. A total of 117 years, 81 days. That puts her number eight on the list of all-time longest lived people. So keep in mind as we go through these that uh, what we're trying to do is uh, not just marvel at these people, but I wanted to go through a bunch of them to sort of get an idea of because you can always you always hear those you know weird ones where this person you know smoked their whole lives and they still live to be over a hundred or something like that and other things. Um, so I wanted to get the longest lived people for one thing and also to look at enough of them and get deep enough into their lives to kind of get an idea the relevance of this right and kind of weed out because when you hear one anecdotal story it's one story out of a million out of a million so that's one of the things I wanted to do and then just see if we can learn anything from the lives of these people. Chio is one of uh, three centenarians on our list that is from Japan. Uh, Japan boasts a, a healthy diet culture and uh, excellent health care. One Newsweek article says, and I quote, Japan dominates the list of oldest people both men and women. As of February 2018, the country was believed to be home to 69,000 people over the age of 100, of which 9,000 are men and 60,000 women. That gives you another view at the sort of disparity and uh, longevity between men and women. So uh, Chio Miyako was born in Wakayama Prefecture, which is uh, kind of in the middle lengthwise of Japan. Nearest big city is Osaka, which I believe is to the north and almost right in the middle of Japan. And, you know, sometimes you just get the state where they were born, and I think the reason for this might be that that's what's on the birth certificate, because these this list that I'm going through is all verified mainly by the uh, Guinness Media Company. Guinness Book of World Records that tracks the oldest living person requires certain verification of not only these documents that but also some in some way tying the person 
making the claim to the document. How y'all doing? So these are these are pretty well documented. Um, now, uh, Chio was not the oldest person in her state of Wakayama Prefecture. It's what they call states in Japan. Until she was 114 when another 114-year-old Kyoko Ishiguro died December of that year. So again, Japan, that particular state, more than one person living to be in the teens, over 110 years old. So we always like to talk about the quality of life because we just don't want to add years to our lives. We want to add life to our years. And we want to try to live active lives right up to the very end. So what was the quality of life of Chiyo? Well, her husband worked for the National Railroad in Japan, and that gave her the opportunity to travel with her husband all over the country. She also liked calligraphy. She started doing calligraphy when uh, she was a young girl and uh, continued it up until I understand the, the end of her life, you know, when she was in her well over 100 years old. So what was her diet like? What did she eat? Well, her favorite food was sushi. And she also liked eel. But she was described as a food lover. In one interview, she said that the secret to her longevity lied in drinking rice wine and eating eel. Not uh, unusual, really not surprising. You know, we talked about Japan having a good diet. Of course, with fish, you get uh, the good fat, the omega-3 fatty acids that you need, <clears throat> and you don't produce naturally in your body. If I'm just eating wheat-based products and storing that as fat, it's not going to produce those omega-3 fatty acids. I have to get those from an external source. So if I'm not eating eel, or fish, or taking fish oil supplements, then I'm not going to get that. And these are important for fat-soluble vitamins. Among other things, fat is definitely necessary. She never smoked, which should not be surprising. Smoking is a, a one a quick way to take many years off your life. And uh, the fact that she, uh, you know, drank the rice wine should also not be uh, surprising for a long-lived person. As we know from the Blue Zone uh, research published by Dan Butner in his book, The Blue Zone Solutions, which you can get from the resources page at runningafever.com. Click that link get that book and help out the show give us a little commission from the price you pay which is 
Same price you would pay if you went directly to Amazon.com. So that shouldn't be surprising either. So we don't know much about her life, but she was also, she was known for being talkative. She was a very chatty person um, throughout her whole life. And, uh, you know, it sounds like that she had some variety in her life that might have helped her mentally because the body cannot survive without the mind. So that's the latest in our series on centenarians. I hope you're enjoying this. I am. I'm enjoying my walk out here on the trail today. So if you got the fever, keep it. If you don't, then catch the fever. Check out runningafever.com and I will talk to you next time.